Say Loud Podcast. It is your host, Boogie the Beast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. However, you found me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, which I think I'm on. Maybe I'm not. And anything else you found me on, we always appreciate it. But this kicks off one of the chapters that I am not only excited to give to you guys, but also excited to hear about. Um, because as you know, everything is about the First Amendment. So I like to ask open-ended questions and give people the opportunity to share their voices. And a young lady who has done a lot more than just share her voice, but shared her support with me, shared her support with her community, and an L.A. staple in the 26.2 world, also known as a marathon, Miss Angel. Hi. What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? Well, hey, I want to say again, thank you for sitting down. No pressure. You are the first one of this, but um, it's for a reason. And I wanted people to hear a little bit about who you are and what you have going on. Um, and I also wanted to give you your flowers as you sit in front of flowers. So yes, <laughs> one of those is for you. So <laughs> see, a <laughs> um, little bit about yourself, Miss Angel. What's up? You know what I'm saying? For the people who don't know you in the back. Well, my name is Angel and I am from Los Angeles, born and raised. Um, I grew up in L.A., haven't really been outside of L.A. besides you know, travels. Obviously, my parents are both from L.A. We're all based here. Mm. So... Um, Right now, I work in HR. That's something I do as a career. I've been doing that, well, in this industry for about 10 years, almost 10 years. But what I do outside of that is what fills my cup because we can't just work. Yeah. It's not something I always like to do. Yeah, and I think the so already starting it off, so you're like a true, like, L.A. native. Like, parents, L.A. natives, you, L.A. native. How does it feel seeing like the neighborhoods or just seeing you know like the old places like the names change or people moving into the old places do you do your parents still own the first house that they lived in or things like that uh my parents are divorced oh watch list. yeah so they were married for about nine years okay. and then they separated and dad remarried and my mom didn't but he's always been in my life gotcha yeah so that was kind of a shift mm-hmm. reality plot twist <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was, was a live plot twist that was that was a shift in our reality in our upgrading upbringing mm-hmm. but yeah it was a good had a good solid base mm-hmm. even if it was two separate households right and yeah. so you know like coming into like womanhood and adulthood now you know like i like i was saying like just like me being a transplant living in inglewood california the best city uh <laughs> respectfully um you know, like I always say, oh, I'm going to Howard Hughes, and people are like, man, we ain't never called it that, or you know, right. like, like Fox Hills, Fox Hills, and that will these. never be Westfield to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fox Hills, that's it. Yeah, and so being like an LA Mohican, you know, and and seeing everything kind of change in front of you, and being a part of that change, um, you know, like how does it, how does it feel to like drive down certain cities, or like even just do you ever take the scenic drive up, you know, PCH, and be like, wow, like. A lot's changed here. Yeah, but like because LA is like so populated, I like to take shortcuts. Hmm. Like I don't take main streets. I know every nook and cranny. Like I can get where I need to be. Respect ways. Yeah, <laughs> ways like, app before ways app. Like I learned that from my dad. Like yeah. I don't need maps app. Mm-hmm. If I want to get somewhere, I know how to get there. That's real. That's <laughs> real. Much. What's been something I guess you know in, into this last? We'll just say like four to five years that you're just most proud of of like LA you know like some people lean into the Dodgers winning and then the Lakers winning but you know like what's something that like you're proud that your city's been doing um either on a global scale or just within the community or or, you know that you've seen personally honestly I feel like a lot of people have just grown personally I've noticed that a lot even amongst people that I like um went to school with we've kind of all like honed into who we are Instead of just doing what we're supposed to do, hmm. I guess it's the millennial or the older millennials. <laughs> the old, yeah, the older millennials and younger. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the cusp, but I'm a millennial. There is a difference. <laughs> <laughs> the older millennials, we've kind of just 
because we when we grow up, we tell them go to college, get a get a career, get a job, get married, and like you know do the conventional things. But you realize that as you get older, that's not what you're always supposed to do. You can do what you want. <laughs> yeah. And that's really where a lot of us are. The people that I know, we're all like in that space. Really, just wanted to do what we want, and I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Like. No, that's a beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. Is it's finding the passion. You know, yeah. a lot of a lot of parents, like you were saying, like they came in conditioning or like structurally, like you got to go to college. Now, did you go to college also? I do. I have a bachelor's and a master's degree. Oh, 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 oh my bad. <laughs> double down. You know what I'm saying? Double down. Um, I mean, I don't really talk about it because I mean, who talks about degrees? They just like you know. Yeah. But I do have a master's degree in public administration. Yeah. I do work for a government agency, mm-hmm. but that's not exactly who I am mm-hmm. you know I'm a multifaceted person mm-hmm. now now did you starting like all the way like to the beginning of that mm-hmm. we don't like I said we don't have to go into the deets of it but did you when you got that did you want to go into that or was it just something that you were like this is a foundation and I'm just gonna run with this until I honestly um did you love it I should say I've always wanted to work in HR okay so once I graduated from college that was my plan wow but it was not easy to get into that field. Like, I graduated from college, and I was making $10 an hour. Mm. Like, it was... Like, people see what I what I am doing now. Like, I have a great career, but it didn't start off like that, you yeah. know? And so, I had to figure out ways to get to where I wanted to be. And so, once I decided to go to um, get my master's, master's degree, that is what really helped me get into that field of human resources. That's fire. That's so, what's up. Like, nothing happens overnight. That's why I always tell people, you always see, you enter someone's life at a particular chapter, but you don't know how they got there. Whew. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, and we'll get into, you know, the chapter that I entered into you. Yeah. Um, and speaking about chapters, then, I guess, uh, what was a point in your life when you started to find what you loved? Like, your passion versus a purpose. If you if you even reach you know what I'm saying like reach that point like you're saying like I love HR but w- when you're off work you know do you remember that moment or that year of life where you were like damn I gotta I want to start doing this for myself and whatever this is um probably 2010 okay the year I graduated high school <laughs> <laughs> and like 2010 I still wasn't in HR I was still on the path of like trying to reach that goal Mm -hmm. but the shift was when I was well that year I was actually assaulted okay in 2010 and that shifted like everything this shifted my perspective in terms of like okay now you deal with this so what are you going to do about it Mm. and I was like on a personal level and so while meanwhile I'm like trying to pursue this career goal here I am like now dealing with trauma. <laughs> and so that was like big shift. Just only person. I'm like, okay, do I still pursue this goal of HR? And like, I was like, okay, is that really my purpose? Do I still do something that like I've always wanted to do? Or do I reevaluate? Because now you're like dealing with all these exterior outside, outside, yeah, outside things. Mm-hmm. So I did continue to try to like pursue it. Cause I was like, well, that's what's filling up my cup. That's what, that's what was keeping me going. So yeah, I'm gonna continue to pursue it, even though I wasn't making the money that I wanted to make. I was still living with my mom, and like after I graduated college, like them loan the wait. So did, were you on the other side of the loans too? Like where it was like you saw that Sally Mae. Well, I mean, I didn't want to pay rent. Oh, like, so, like, hey, well, wait, we can get in that too. Like, listen, I mean, I, I, I'm, not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I did not want to pay rent. Respect. I mean, so I was like, cool. I'm gonna still try to pursue. I had a job. I was. No one was supporting me financially, mm-hmm. but like I didn't want to pay rent, so right. I was like, "I'm gonna do this. I'm still pursue this career." But then, like, I still have this, you know, bulldozer that like came me out of nowhere. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I just tried to keep going. Yeah, and I think that that's like a that's a huge thing, especially in our community too. Um, African Americans is like, it's just the stigma that it's like when you hit eighteen or nineteen and you leave for college, like you're not supposed to come back ever yeah you know and sometimes that's where we go out we get the money you know or we get that that first position of adulthood or maturity and it's like hey like I still have things I can do here which allowed you to 
work through other things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you're at home. Yeah. And I just feel like sometimes it's like, yeah, like once I leave, like I ain't never coming back. And so that's, you know, to be able to come back to something is also a blessing in itself. Yeah. Um, and then plus, I mean, I went to school in L.A., so, I mean, I really didn't really leave. Yeah. Right. Now, you was home <laughs> for every holiday. Part, yeah. Yeah. You was home for every holiday. No, yeah. I feel that. Now, getting into a little bit of it, um, you know, fast forward, fast forward. Um, mm-hmm. Don't want to uh, over erupt anything that we did fast forward over. But yeah. getting to... Angel when I met her. So I met Angel, let me see, 2018 Mm -hmm. of October. Yeah. Or November. It probably was it was Culver City run. But then that Saturday was breast cancer. The breast cancer was October. Okay. Yeah. That was that was right after that was right when I came back. Mm -hmm. Because I was off all September because of the accident. Yes. And so we're gonna get it so Angel and I met at a run club, originally by a name, beep, because we don't say it anymore, but yeah. also now known as Keep It 100, put on by a mutual friend and a great supporter of the podcast and everything that we both have going on, Mr. Butta, the mayor of South Central, the mayor of LA, um, but run club. Yes. So when did you start to get into running? Like when was like running Angel's thing or is it Angel's thing? It was probably 2015. Yeah. Because, like, um, I was still dealing with the trauma. Because, mm. I, honestly, I feel like there's no, like, quick fix to dealing with trauma. Mm-hmm. To me. So, even though it was, like, by then, five years later, I was still dealing with it. And so I started running by myself. I mean, I wasn't really on social media. So I wasn't like, okay, here, guys, I ran five miles. Like, it was really a personal Situation when I started running in 2015. So I was running maybe a couple times a week. I was even running in um, Manhattan Beach on the weekends by myself. Beautiful vibes. Yeah. Yeah. It was just something that was for me. Yeah. Did you find it therapeutic or was it an escape? Definitely. Like, I don't think I was really escaping. It was just something. It was more of like a coping mechanism for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it, and we don't have to go into as much as you don't want to, um, mm-hmm. but in that portion of like that, that um, incident, um, mm-hmm. you know, did you seek therapy at first? I, Were you avoiding or did you I, just not go? So I didn't seek therapy until 2013. Okay. But I went one time and because um, the lady was just weird. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, this is not for me. Gotcha. And in retrospect, I just wasn't ready. Yeah, I wasn't ready. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, you know, and again, fast forwarding then, um, because we don't have to go into too much of it, but Mm -hmm. like you said, you started running, started to enjoy it, and now here we are three years later, 2018, um, but a little bit before that, you know, how did you, how did you get connected into the run club? So, um, I have a friend, his name is Eric, and we actually met in grad school. And um, oh, Eric got two degrees too. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> we actually um, were um, in a CrossFit class in 2017. Wow. And his and by then I was not on Instagram because I'm just not like I was never really I don't care about Instagram. So in 2017 I was not on Instagram. But he every time I'd come into the gym, he would um, call me IG. And like all the guys were like all <laughs> cop and it was like weird. <laughs> So, like, that was his nickname for me every time we walked, I walked into the gym. And he was like, yeah, one day you're going to get on. I was like, nah, I'm not. Because, like, I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think, like, not November 2017, I just randomly created an account. I was like, cool, you got me. I created an account. Here you go. <laughs> what, do you remember your original name now? It was, it, was, it was my full name. Okay, gotcha. And I changed that because I <laughs> <laughs> As an HR representative, <laughs> we don't play that. <laughs> yeah, it was my full name because I was like, I don't know what to Right. So I changed it. Like, it was only that for like a couple months, maybe a couple months. Because it was before, it was that before I even got to the run club. Because I got to the run club in May 2018. So literally a couple months, I changed that. And so he found keep oh, the old name. <laughs> he found the old name. Mm-hmm on Instagram and he was like oh come with me and it was on Tuesday so I was like cool I'll go so uh, we went we kept coming every Tuesday and then he stopped coming (laughs) (laughs) 
And I kept coming because mm-hmm. it was good. I mean, people were nice. I mean, I was quiet. I sometimes I would duck off and to the side. Oh, you quiet? No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, because it was still just about running mm-hmm. for me at the time. I just needed to run. It wasn't like okay, let me go be in everyone's face and like I didn't have a kiki. Haha, yeah, yeah, I wasn't really there for that. I mean, it was a safe space. It was nice people. And I was able to run. So that's what really kept me coming. Mm. Yeah. And then you had said, so that was May. Keep running. We fast forward. Yeah. There was an early on incident that you had uh, briefly said about. Yeah. At the end of August, that same year, literally months later, um, we were running and I got hit by a car. Now, if you want to talk about trauma... (laughs) There you go. Here's another traumatic yeah. incident. And um, that resulted in me having a concussion. And um, I have still currently um, bulging disc in my spine. And the doctor placed me off work for, well, I was off work for like five weeks. Mm-hmm. So no work. Can I go to work or can I drive? They restricted me. Can I run? That was like the worst. To be stuck at home. To, to be taken away from it. And, Pretty much everything. Yeah, and to be told I can't do something that was literally carrying me, which was running. Yeah. Isolation. Yeah. And how did that, you know, where, where did that take you, I guess, throughout all that? Like, you're sitting at home, like, if you don't mind going back to visit, that point right there is like, you're sitting at home, you're, you're laying in bed, and you're just like, I, what am I doing? Like, who, who am I right now? Like, what can I do? Um... I don't think it was like an identity um, issue, mm-hmm. but it was forcing me to like face the trauma more than what I was doing because I think I was using running as like you know something to do. So like I don't think I was avoiding it because I mean I did I did talk about it to people who I trusted, mm-hmm. but it took away something that was like if I needed it I could go run. And then I didn't have that. So then I, I was painting. I started painting. That was a disaster. <laughs> but you can't no, draw on the lines. Let me play it was like horrible. Like, <laughs> but I really, I had my sister go and buy me all these paint painting supplies, and because I was like, I gotta do something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I'm not much of a TV watcher, so I mean, I was painting, and yeah. Mm. <laughs> so you finally get back to running like you mm-hmm. said you got back in October November this is 2018 yeah fast again we're gonna fast forward through these last you know like two to three years now mm-hmm. I mean you're sitting on multiple marathons yeah you're sitting on double digit maybe triple digit half marathon equivalents yeah um you know and, and I mean one of the most consistent runners you know what what from this long you know from 2015 to, to 2022 now what has kept you going when it comes to the long distance running? Honestly, like, like even even after the accident, I was still excited. Mm. Like that didn't change. Like I I came back, uh, like the end of September, beginning of October, and then I started training for a half marathon. I did. I ran my first half marathon in October two thousand eighteen. Like, literally within a month. With bulging discs. Yeah. Within a month of me coming back, I ran a half marathon. My first half marathon. That's insane. Very. And I don't think I should have done it. <laughs> but you got but, it done. But no, but, but I did ask my doctor. I was like, well, because he knew. he They knew why I got hit and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So I was like, okay, I got this race. Because I had already registered for, like, everything before Which that happened. Which was this? It was Rock and Roll. I mean, no. um, Yeah, Rock and Roll LA. But okay, that's gotcha. no longer... They, that gotcha. was the last one. I was going to say, hold on. But yeah. Yeah, Rock and Roll LA in downtown. Mm-hmm. And I asked the doctor, I was like, well, do you think I can run? He said, yeah, but you don't, you know, don't push it. I was like, cool. Yeah. I was fine. So back to it, like, what, like, what's the, like, what's the why behind keep running that? Honestly, it's something that I've never thought I would be doing. And it's a challenge because I'm not, like, I've never been an athlete. I didn't play sports in high school, college. You had a 4.5 GPA in high school, didn't no. you? No. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm people out my I'm not even going to friend. No, I do not. Yeah. Grad school, it was awesome. Yeah. But I don't think I was really, I don't know, high school just wasn't for me. 
to be honest. Mm-hmm. But grad school, like I think because I love the subject and it was something I actually wanted to do, I did that with flying colors. Mm. I mean, but but I think that's the thing with with a lot of people. They don't they do things because they have to, not because they love it. And with high school, you have technically you have to go. Yeah. I mean, even though it may not be the best high school for you or the one that you want to be in, you know. But yeah, college is optional, extremely. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think that was the difference for me. But with running, it's something that I don't want to say control, but I can control that because running is a choice. Like no one, I, I'm not sponsored. No one's paying me to go run. Like, I mean, mm, you got, you know what I'm saying? You got a couple sponsors. Who sponsor me? I mean, you win. Listen, they don't get paid to be on here. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, I'm giving you a hard time. But, yeah, like yeah. I mean, running for one, running is free. Running is a choice, and running fills my cup. Mm. I mean, it really does. Like, even though sometimes I complain, I mean, I'm, I'm human. I mean, if my hip is hurting and I got to still run 13 miles, like, get back to my car. Like, <laughs> Help <laughs> literally, me. <laughs> like, literally happened this morning. My hip was bugging me at mile 11. But my car is two miles away. <laughs> That's so, sick. Yeah. So, I mean, I do it because I want to. No one forces me to get up at... 6 a.m. or 6 30 in the mornings to go run. I do it because I want to, and some days I don't want to, mm. and because I'm human. Yeah. And some days I don't. Yeah, and I mean, and then you're very transparent. Now, now, uh, non IG has now become to me a motivator in the run, like in running communities, and people look up to you. Like you, you've gone a trip, like you've done trail runs, and you know we're gonna get into, like I said, the 26.2 behind it. Um, but you know, it takes a long time mentally, like. When did you... Now, you said you did your first half in 2018. Mm-hmm. When were you like, yep, first marathon, I'm ready for it? You know, like... Oh, right after. <laughs> oh, because you did 2019. The 2019... Oh, LA. Wow. LA Marathon 2019 was my first marathon. Mm. Like, literally less than six months after the accident. Gotcha. Just about six months. And how did that, like... How did that feel? Like, so you, you, you get done with the half marathon, and you're like, all right... I'm ready to go into the marathon. Yeah. When, like, when did it hit you that you're like, oh, shit, I'm about to run a marathon? Like, uh, the day we ran 20 miles. <laughs> oh, I remember that day. <laughs> it was Take only- us down that road, because that's the furthest I've ever ran is 20 miles. Yeah, that was, it was only four of us. No, five. Four. No, five. I wasn't there. It was so five. Mm-hmm. It was me, Phil, two other females, and Bud. Mm. Five of us. And... Phil and Butter let us down that 20 miles. And I didn't know what to expect. Like, I didn't, I don't think back then I was, like, really big on hydration, like, fueling. Like, now I know, like, like my strategy you know that bodies, works for me. Yeah. yeah. But that first 20 miles I ran, that was a, a joke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, afterwards I was like, Did I re- like I'm really going to do this. Because I wasn't going to turn back. I mean, I was going to show up mm-hmm. and run. But... That was that was a shift. Yeah. Yeah. And and then so you get to the marathon and we run it and we're done. Yeah. And now you're like I'm running another one. Were you yeah. like oh I'm done for a little bit? Like you know like did you get up two days later and run again? Like. No. That after the, after the first marathon I sat out for probably a week and a half. Proud. Yeah, because that was a lot. I bet. <laughs> When, what what mile would you say, for those getting ready for the half marathons or marathons, but, like, what mile for you do you think it, like, you hit autopilot and then, like, you kick out of autopilot? Like, I know for me, when I ran, when I run half marathons, mm-hmm. I'll hit autopilot by, like, mile four where I'm just like, oh, I'm coasting, I'm good. But then mile, like, nine to ten, I'll be like, yo, mm-hmm. I still got, like, two to three miles left. Like, what, what miles is it for you that, like, is the start? Of the like the autopilot and then the end of like yo I still got blank left yeah like that's why I think I am a legit long distance runner because I don't loosen up until mile four mm. and that's more than a five k so I, that's why I hate five k's because how can I run a five k efficiently if I don't loosen up until mile four you just got to sprint girl that's true but uh-uh. <laughs> Hell no, I don't yeah. like them like I anybody you. I do not like five k's. <laughs> I don't. That's not my thing. Like, you know how some people, they want to do everything? Don't sign me up for a 5K. I'm not doing it. <laughs> my, my exact about marathon, so I get it. Like, I can't do a 5K. So, like, my four is when I get loose. But that first marathon, 
I was cool until mile 23. <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> legit, mile 23. I hit the wall. I called my dad. And I was like, you got to talk me through this because I don't know what's happening to my body. It's my first marathon. Like, I was feeling, like, weak and, like, a little dizzy. I'm like, okay, something got to be wrong. So I started walking. And I was like, yeah, this is over because... <laughs> I ain't doing this, yeah. <laughs> but I still had three months to go. So, I mean, I, he was like, yeah, you're doing a good job. I mean, he didn't know what was going on. But he was, like, you know, trying to walk me through it, literally. So, yeah, I think... Usually the mile 22, 23 is when, like, mentally I got to, like, get it together. Yeah. And that still happens. That's, and that's what I was getting ready to get to is, you know, like, now that I would, you know, you're a seasoned runner and things like that, you've traveled with it. You know, you've you've met people, numerous people, you know, like, you've been able to be a part of some really amazing runs, at least from my, through my perspective, been a part of some amazing runs throughout L.A. You know what I'm saying? And how does it, how does it feel now to, like, run through your city you know or like to travel you know do you have a favorite travel destination so well that's a two-ended question how does it feel to run through your city you know like running the beach running the la marathon running blank blanks like honestly it's weird because like there's a there's a route i run every other monday which is mamba mondays mamba mondays and we literally run through my old neighborhood that i grew up in mm. Like, I don't, I don't usually talk about it because I'm like, yeah, guys, I used to live here and I used to go to this grocery store. And, like, <laughs> like I don't really talk about it, but, like, I'm literally running through my old neighborhood. And that's weird to me because I was never running when I lived over there. And, like, to, like, be an adult and, like, do something that's taking me back to where I used to, like, be walk outside. The like, yeah, yeah. It was, like, Riding a bike. Yeah. It's kind of, like, it's not weird, but it's, like, you know. I think it's kind of cool full circle yeah yeah now uh, so on that part and then also when it comes to traveling you know where's been one of your favorite places you've ran one of your favorite courses we'll say uh the first race i traveled to was the new orleans half marathon and that was 20 2019 yeah so i think it was like a it was a month before my first la marathon yeah I was doing too much back then. But, yeah. 2019 sounded active. No, tw- no 2019 was active because once they gave me the green light to run, I signed up for like every race. So I was I was doing something every single weekend almost. <laughs> I, that's no lie. Like, wow. 2019 was a great year yeah. for running. And so so you're saying New Orleans, New Orleans, yeah. New Orleans has been yes. your favorite race thus far. Yeah, because of course it's beautiful. Like we got to run through all sorts of neighborhoods and then of course you know what is it called not bills what's the, what's the street mardi gras what's the mardi gras street canal uh, street there you go canal street yeah you just want to go party afterwards <laughs> yeah and That's the fire. and the food was amazing like i mean i love running but if you're gonna if i'm gonna go somewhere it kind of has to be interesting hmm. yeah i mean yeah scenery or something yeah. afterwards yeah yeah so I, to me that was like a vacation and a race and it was cool it was cool now speaking on some marathons, uh, you know, there's there's the positive sides, but I also would like, if you don't mind, to share, you know, kind of the perspective sides of, of the the negatives of, of marathon running. Um, one of those being um, Chicago Marathon. Yeah, and that was also 2019. Do you care to share a little bit about yeah the experience? I mean, if you don't mind. Um, that race was different uh because i'm from la i don't go i don't like cold weather <laughs> like i'm not even a friend i don't like cold weather i hate like, cold at all and i went out it was my first time going to chicago that was a mistake because i packed like i was in california i'm not joking i didn't even bring a, a coat i had to buy a coat once i got there and <laughs> that's not funny. I'm, no. I'm just picturing this right no, now. No, I really did not even bring oh. a coat. I think I bring like a hoodie. Maybe a keep uh, what we were yeah we were keeper hundred right there. I was I probably bring a keeper hundred hoodie. But I did not bring a coat. <laughs> and so I went to the race in shorts. Mm. Mistake number one. I took off my sweater at the start line. Mistake number two. Strike two. I started running. By mile six, my body was like, what are you doing? 
But I kept running. Mm -hmm. But by the time I got to mile 14, I had to stop at the aid station because I was shivering. And, like, running and shivering just doesn't make sense. So I was like, this is not right. So I stopped. And they were like, oh, what's wrong? I said, I'm cold. (laughs) (laughs) And so they put me a um, a blanket over me. They were like, oh, do you want me to take your temperature? I said, no, I'm okay. I think I'm okay. I lied. I left. The aid station. I kept running. To keep running. Yeah, I lied. Okay. I'm not gonna front. I lied to mm-hmm. them. I told them, yeah, I'm cool. I, yeah. They gave me some hot water to drink. I was cool. I walked, ran to mile 18 aid station. Okay. Four more miles, which was a mistake. And then that aid station, it was like, no, we gotta t- check your temperature. They checked my temperature. It was below. And so they was like, we can't let you leave this tent until your temperature increases. So they put me on, put me on the gurney and they checked the temperature and it never increased. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, we got to pull you from the race. I bursted out in tears. Mm-hmm. The nurse was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, what you mean? You sorry. Like, like that race wasn't sponsored. My flight wasn't sponsored. My hotel wasn't sponsored. I was like thinking about all these factors. I'm like. I came out here to get nothing. (laughs) But, like, you know, you don't think about the weather sometimes. I didn't because, I mean, I was still a fairly new runner. I signed up off for all these races, like, you know. Yeah, and the adrenaline was going Uh, more than anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that, like, that honestly hurt my feelings. Like, I was, like, really hurt after that. Then I came back, and then I was still running. But, like, Chicago was still, like, I got to get back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and now, you know, I mean, by the time people hear this, you'll be in, in preparation. You know, 2022, you know what I'm saying? Angel's got a little lineup here going. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Are we allowed to know a little bit or are we waiting? Are we waiting for the rollout? We don't have to give it if you don't want to. You know what I'm saying? But. Sure. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? This is your aim. This is you. No. So I do have a couple. Of, there's one race I will not mention. Gotcha. Because I want that. Yep. That's something personal. And I'm stay tuned. And I'm going to give you her social media so you can <laughs> stay tuned, damn it. Yeah. There's one race I have not. I've only told a few Amen. people. Amen. Yeah. We're just going to run it and y'all going to see. Period. <laughs> but I do have LA Marathon, Chicago Air Marathon again. Mm. Um, the Redemption Run. Well, Redem- oh. Redemption was last year. That's right. My bad. I'm yeah. bugging. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, you're just going back for I'm yeah. just going, you're just going back to get the doubles. Yeah. Okay. Um, New York, which I'm fundraising for, and then Berlin. Wow. And so for those who don't run, then we're going to get into a little bit outside of this because there's more that you pour not only into your cup, but you also pour. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways. Hardy, hardy, hard, hard, hard. Dang, I just had my question and I lost it because I said hardy, hard, hard. (laughs) Oh, you know, uh, people don't understand these, like the, the peak of marathons is what's called majors Mm -hmm. right and there's like for my anime nerds who also believe that dragon ball z is an anime you know how there's the 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 x amount of dragon balls i never watch dragon ball z sue me later um there are a a, like a large amount or not a large amount but there's a certain amount of majors in marathons Mm -hmm. Um, and you're on the way to to getting all those you know i mean honestly from the first time I did Chicago, that has always been a goal. Mm. Now, I didn't vocalize it because I don't always talk about my goals. I just want to just do Get them done. I feel right. that. I respect Because I don't need attention. I mean, I don't even talk about a lot. So, I mean... You don't talk? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not big on, like, attention. Mm. So, if I want to do something, I'm just going to go out and do it. I may talk about it after. But, <laughs> but yeah, the majors is something I've always wanted to do. Now, I know Boston is, like, you know, a little tough. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. That's one that I, that probably the only one I'm probably worried about. But the others, I feel like, are realistic. Now, mm-hmm. you do have to get accepted into a lot of these races. And I just apply. I mean, some people are like, oh, how did you get into all of them? I applied like everybody else. Just click apply. And they were like, oh, do you have, they was like, oh, do you have any, any pool? I don't know, nobody. I don't know anybody that can do that for me. <laughs> I just... That's why I feel like everything happens when it's supposed to happen. I mean, I've always felt like that just for my life in general. Because some things have not happened when I wanted it to. A lot of things, actually. 
But everything happens when it's supposed to. So this year, I'm supposed to run three majors because that's meant for me. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's 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 beautiful. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm going to leave. I'm going to ask one more question about running. And then, like I said, we're going to get into something else that pours. But, um, you know, a lot of people sometimes they have that New Year's resolution of I'm going to start blank. And and for some, it's I'm just going to start getting active. And a lot of people use running as a way of getting active mm-hmm. um, or it's treadmill or it's the Stairmaster um, trail running. And you've, you've opened up and expressed that, you know, sometimes you're not the greatest at something, but the more you do it, the better you get at it. Right. Um, let's just say I'm not a runner. Right. And, and I'm listening to this podcast. Why is running such a great release or exercise or how do I get into something that's such a great release and exercise like running um I just feel like it's it can be a stress flavor but it can also be something that you can look forward to after work because I mean a lot of us don't have um creative field aren't in the creative field we just work regular old nine to fives and that can be a little monotonous and boring let's just be honest I mean yeah. <laughs> but I mean to like work all day and then have something to look forward to after work that's that's exciting mm. and it makes the day not so monotonous and for me that's why I, I liked the run club because it gave me something to do after work because I mean you wasn't going to find me in a club or nothing like that I was <laughs> Angel don't be outside y'all I really don't she don't invite be outside me, but invite me I'll respect go. she's coming yeah she does come out <laughs> Get her a couple shots of tequila too. Hello, mimosas. Mimosas with a spike of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, especially if you find a, the right group, because there's a lot of running clubs in LA. Quite a few of them, new yeah. ones, old ones that have been around a while. But you gotta find the one that works for you. And all the people they run with multiple clubs, that doesn't work for me. I mean, no disrespect to anybody, but I like what I like. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we enjoy it, you know, and, and I think like you said, it's just it's just about getting out, you know, yeah. and just why do I enjoy it? Because it gives me something to do after work. Why do I enjoy it? It gives me something to do to start my day. Right. You know? and So you just got to find the why behind the running. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And as know. long as you enjoy it, like don't do it because you feel like you have to or you're I think a lot of people run with an anticipation because they see what's happening for other people. Mm. And I feel like that happens a lot within the LA branding community. Don't run because you're expecting something. Don't run for clout. That. That. Don't run for clout. I don't want to say that, but yes. Yeah, don't Because especially don't run with social it. media, you know, people want to be seen with certain people. And like, you know, don't do that. Mm. That's yeah. not cute. Don't run for clout. It's not yeah. cute. You are tuned in to the Say It Loud podcast. Say It Loud. Say It Loud. It's funny. It's deep. It's lit. Say it loud. Say it loud. Best podcast I've ever listened to. But something that is cute is something else that you have going on in your life. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Talking about pouring hearty, hard, 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 hard. <laughs> you have a very beautiful and special brand that is entering not only into people's homes. Yes. Entering people's birthday gifts. Yes. And now <laughs> into, uh, you know, like car sprays. Yeah. And also expanding. You know what I'm saying? Care mm-hmm. to share a little bit about that? Creative. Yes. Um, I did start since the, the tone during the pandemic. Um, twenty twenty was like a really rough year. Uh, like I was at home a lot because we were working virtually, so we didn't get the interaction. Like, yo, I mean, working isn't always exciting, but I did miss my coworkers. Mm-hmm. I was sitting at home a lot, doing working, but it wasn't like filling my cup like it used to. Work wasn't filling my cup like it used to. And um, I was like, I just want to do something that's for me. Because when you work for someone, you're kind of like renting your time, Mm. so to speak. Mm. And so like if they decide you don't fit the mold or if you're not meeting their standard, they can flip the switch on you. But with Synth Tone, I control that. That's something that I created. No one can take that away from me. It it can only stop if I want it to stop. Mm. And that's a part of the reason why I created it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, that's very special. A lot of things, a lot of beautiful things came out in the collateral beauty of 
the pandemic yeah. initial start of 2020. Um, so Sense of Tone, uh, like she was explaining, you know, is something that she created. It started out as candles, you know, yeah, and was, now it's... Yeah, it was just candles. Mm-hmm. And um, I taught myself how to make a candle because I had a lot of free time. <laughs> and and then I started doing pop-ups. And at the pop-ups, that was like getting the interaction that I wasn't getting from work. The fix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, even though I'm an introvert, like, I still like talking to people. You're an introvert? No yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, that was, like, you know, exciting. Something different because it was uncomfortable. Because, you know. I, talking to a bunch of strange yeah, people is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me. Hard, yeah. Like, I know some people are just like you. I don't like you talking too. to people. I don't like people. <laughs> Baby, I'd be in the house. Where are we at right now? In the house. <laughs> No, I get you. Man. I mean, so like I made myself uncomfortable by doing that. Mm-hmm. Very uncomfortable. I didn't really talk about how uncomfortable I was. I was just doing it. And I think that's where I found the beauty in it because I was like, I'm literally doing something that I created and that now I have to do because now I don't want to fail myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to disappoint myself. And so that's why I keep going because I don't want to disappoint myself. And so it started off with candles and then... I had um, room sprays and people actually like those a lot. Room sprays are essential. Yeah. Go on the, they go on the pillows. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, in the car. They can go in the car. If your dirty clothes stank at the time, <laughs> you need to throw them in the washer. But, you know, you can get right. a little quick over there. Right. What, uh, what inspired, what was the reason for candles? Like, not even the name. Like, the name The name is dope because it's like, yo, I'm going to set the tone. But, like... Why candles? How did you know that candles was your gonna be your thing? Um, when like I've always wanted to be a business owner, but I'm like like if I'm friends with people, I don't never want to step on any of my friends' toes. That's just how I've always been. Like that's where my loyalty is. If I'm if like someone says they fuck with me, I'm gonna fuck with them. Like Period. you know what I mean. So I never wanted to do something that was gonna step on someone else's toes. Especially if I was like around them at the, mm-hmm. at the time, and so that was a lot of different things I wanted to. I won't say because then it's gonna step on people's toes, and I'm right. not gonna do that. And <laughs> so I was like, "Cool, I like angels out here selling flat tummy tea, y'all." No, <laughs> no, uh-uh. <laughs> but yeah, like I liked candles. I liked arom- very aromatic situations, and candles just was it. It just felt right. Mm. And what was, how did you know to, how did, like, where does the name come from? Like the origin of the name. Okay. So I knew I wanted to make it a legit business. Mm -hmm. So I had to find a name that no one else had. Cause you know, some people, they create stuff and then you can do a quick Google. Somebody else has that name. So I did, um, I hopped on Google. That's what I really did. Like I wrote down a few names that I liked. Some of them were taken. Then I just wrote down and sent the tone. And it just sounded right. It just felt right. It sounded right. I did a quick search. Nobody had it. I was like, it's mine. Like, mm. That's what I felt like it was meant to be. Because, yeah, it just felt right. And I'm all, like, the older I get, I'm all about how things make me feel. Because if it doesn't make me feel good, then it's not meant for me. Mm-hmm. And that's for people, too. That's another, another scenario, but... For people to, if you don't make me feel good, I can't fuck with you. I'm out. And I, like, last year, I did that to a lot of people. I can't, I can't. If you are making me feel unworthy or, like, you're just using me or some sort, I can't fuck with you. Well, I'm glad I'm still standing here. Well, sitting, but, you know what I'm saying, but. (laughs) That's off topic. Yeah. But, like. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) But, like, I mean, it just felt right. Yeah. And I shared it. And it people, blew up. People gravitated towards it. And like, I mean, honestly, last year was a tough year for Synthetone because I was still dealing with my own issues. So, like, I have a lot. Yeah, like, I think I do um, deal with, like, self-doubt. Sometimes I don't always believe what I'm doing is right. So self-doubt sometimes takes over. And I did last year, to be honest, because for a couple months, I didn't really do nothing with Synthetone. I mean, it was still active. People were still buying, but like I wasn't pouring everything, Into it, yeah. everything that I could because I was dealing with self-doubt. Because, I mean, I'm not going to quit. I just have to like 
get out of my own way. Yeah. Mm. Now that's dope. Now, question about this. Yes. What is your favorite scent that you have made? I like Connect. Ooh. Yeah. And actually, that's the top seller. People, I think it's the name that they like because there's different meanings. Some people think, oh, connect with, you know, a significant other. You can connect with yourself, which is very important. Connect with the room. Yeah. yeah. I it, mean, hold, it can hold a very special, uh, yeah. you can fill in the blank with it. It's a yeah. very fill in the blank type. Yeah. yeah. So that that's when I really do like. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's dope. So, I mean, again, I always try to keep everything and everybody right around the... Well, in a runner's joke way, I guess you could say this is about a 10K pace. It's 45 minutes in. Yeah. This is about how fast it would take you to t- run a 10K, right? Uh-uh, not me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Whoops. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. My bad. Public math is stressful, but I'm not going to keep you too, too long. Um, But no, I, like I said, I, I wanted to bring you on here, uh, more importantly, to give you your flowers because one thing that you've kept consistent with your story today that I've seen always... I mean, I hope people understood is what's for you is for you. Yes. And what's genuine will always stay. Yes. One thing that I appreciate is we don't talk all the time, but you always support all the time. Yes. Whether it's directly, indirectly, verbally, um, when people aren't there, you know, you still show up. Um, yeah. And you've done nothing that I've ever seen that wasn't a true support whether it's from family to your to the young ones that look up to you to even just your quotes you know that you put or captions that you put on your instagram to go from not having an instagram you know what i'm saying to, to the instagram and being transparent yeah um it's a beautiful journey and so not only do i want to give you flowers uh for it but i also want to tell you thank you um you have thank made you. you have made my journey in la easier to see that one, you can come back from anything as yes. long as you want it. Two, yes. it's okay to deal with things, but don't dwell in things. There you go. Um, and and that's something because again, like I didn't know about the you know what I'm saying the the, the traumas. You know, I, I knew about the, the accident, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't know about the traumas. You know, and so to hear that also, but also to read about it and hear about just small instance when you actually listen to people, they'll tell you everything you want to hear as long as you're willing to listen. And now we get to see you pour into a brand. You know, this is like, ain't listen, Angel it has, I run posts. She's got sent the tone posts and then she's got her family. Yes. And it's really dope to see the That's full circle. That is it. <laughs> that is it. Those are those three things. And she'll post every night. If she's big stepping, you know what I'm saying? And she throws on a heel, you know, it's like, oh, Angel, out for today. But you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's really like, it's just, it's a very beautiful thing. To see those around you that you call a friend giving you a full circle perspective. And so I want to say thank you. Thank you. Um, Last thing I always end with is a letter to yourself. But because it's the beginning of the year, Mm -hmm. here's the prompt. Okay. I want you to say thank you to yourself, but at the end of 2022 looking back. So I want this to be December twenty or December thirtieth or thirty first, mm-hmm. and you're thanking yourself for everything you did in twenty twenty two. Thank you for believing in yourself. Thank you for taking chances. Thank you for stepping forward even when you're scared, um, unsure, because you tend to do that a lot. Um, even when you doubt yourself. Because that can, that has only led to beautiful things. That has only led to growth. Um, thank you for letting people go who don't belong. Thank you for not giving up beyond this year. Because you definitely wanted to multiple times. Physically, mentally. Emotionally. Yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That's very beautiful. I appreciate it. And we will reflect on this at the end of the year. <laughs> and you're going to be like, damn. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. But, <laughs> as always, you know, I, I, have to, I have to smile at the end of everything. Because there's beauty behind the madness. Again, Angel, thank you so much for joining us. How do we stay 
connected, but also sent the tone going into 2022. You see what I did there? Yes. Hardy hard hard. <laughs> <laughs> so um, to follow my branding journey, I am on Instagram 26.2 Angel. Only Instagram because I don't do the Twitter. You know, it's too much for me. It's too much. You got a TikTok? No. Okay. Too much. Uh-uh. I'm barely on this train. So, um, Synthetone is on Instagram, at Synthetone. Uh, Dad does have a TikTok, but, you know, I'm working on that because I don't really know what to post. So, yeah, I'm going to work on that, too. Okay, I got you. <laughs> Growth this year is what I'm trying to... I'm going to make myself more uncomfortable because it's easy to stay within my little shell. That's easy, but I'm working on stepping out more. Well, we appreciate your shell being shown to everybody no matter how small you think it is it's still impactful thank so, you <laughs> thank you for coming on here and talking to us more importantly besides having this amazing co-host and guest appearance by 26.2 angel mrs angel again the owner of sent the tone thank you so much for everybody coming on and joining us for this episode again of say loud podcast however you listen to it whether it was on apple podcast spotify and SoundCloud and YouTube or however else you find these things these days. I'm learning how to expand it, but the only way that I can keep it going and stay consistent is if you stay consistent with me. So make sure to subscribe, support, show love. And also, if you're in the LA area and you want to run, you don't always have to have a group. You don't always have to have a reason and a why. And your outfits don't have to match. Just make sure it's comfortable and it's climate appropriate. Until the next time I see you guys, I love you. Wash your hands, wash your ass, and any last words? Be happy. Be happy. Thank you so much, guys.